And now, Electric City Suite, Episode 1. The Amazing Golden and the Regeneration of the Punjabs. It's 1921 in Scranton, a smoky, hardworking, coal mining, and railroading city in the rugged Lackawanna Valley of northeastern Pennsylvania. The nation is growing, and Scranton's coal is fueling the American dream, which speeds ahead on rails made from Scranton steel. On a late fall afternoon at the edge of town, two young boys walk the rails and dream of a better world. You hear anything? Shh. This is creepy. Quiet. I can't hear anything. Think you better get up, Danny. See, this is how the Indians do it. You lie here on the tracks and put your ear on the rail. You can hear it for hundreds of miles. Well, can you hear it? The only thing I hear is you. Would you be quiet, Henry? I'm just saying. Do you hear it? I hear... something. Really? Wow. I just don't know what it is. Hey, Danny, we better get off the tracks. Still a long way off. Yeah, but, you know... Wonder where it's going. I don't know. Bet somewhere far away from Scranton, that's for sure. Maybe going to see Chicago or San Francisco. Hop on a sailing ship there and go all the way to China. See the ends of the world. Hey, wanna put a penny on the tracks? Make it flat? You Rockefeller or something? You have money to throw around? Maybe. Well, I don't. Yeah, me neither. Hey, wait up! So, what do you want to do now? Probably ought to go home, I guess. Gotta work at old man Melman's store tomorrow. My dad says I gotta step up to the plate now because of things, you know, be a man. Yeah. Is your daddy doing okay now? I think it still hurts some, but he says he's fine. I don't know. All I know is everyone sure is sad all the time now. Kinda hard to go home sometimes. Want to go to the poly? Are you crazy? You don't have a penny to fly. How are you going to pay for vaudeville show, you dopia? My cousin Tommy works backstage. No, he doesn't. What do you know? He'll sneak us in so long as there's no applesauce. No applesauce? That's what show people call nonsense. That's dumb. You're dumb. You think you really do that? I already been. Really? A couple of nights ago, they got this magician, Horace Golden. They say he's better than Houdini. Nobody's better than Houdini. This guy is. I couldn't believe it. Never saw nothing like it. He takes this big cross-cut saw and cuts this lady in half. No, he doesn't. Uh-huh. Right before your eyes. You see it? 
pretty much. He takes this lady, and she was real pretty, and he puts her in this wooden box, saws it in half, then pulls one half over here and the other half over there. It's a trick. She's not really in the box. You see her head and her feet sticking out of holes at the ends of the box. It's a dummy head. Nope. She was smiling and blinking her eyes and wiggling her feet until he put her in this trance. Trance. The guy's a magician. It's a trick. You can't saw a person in half. It would kill him. They say Golden's learned how to grow people back together. What? Yeah. Who says? Everyone says. That's impossible. Lizards do it. And salamanders. Do what? Grow things back. If a lizard loses a leg or a tail, it grows back. So? So, they say Golden learned how to do the same thing to people from those mysterious Indian holy men called Punjabs. Hey, I've heard about them. Yeah, well, these Punjabs know how to do things. What things? Things that people over here don't have any idea of. Like what? Like eating fire, like walking on hot coals, like hypnotizing cobras, eating glass and swallowing swords, like putting themselves in trances and lying on beds of nails, like lots of other mysterious things. Yeah? Yeah. So if they can do that, why couldn't they grow things back together? Wow. You're right. Wouldn't it be great? Well, let's go find out. Heads! Come on, Tommy, give me a break. Places! Top of the show! Why do I have to be the last on the bill? Hobart and Dottie! Places! Where, where is Dottie? I'm doing my act after Goldman. I'm walking off cold. I'm taking a plane to the haircuts, Tommy. Come on. I don't set the bill, Stanley. You know that. But in New York, I murderized them. Right. You're a comic genius. I know. Dottie! I should have been illegal. Excuse me. Where have you been? Sorry. Come on, Tommy. All right. Look, you kill out there tonight, and I'll talk to man. He says, bump you up? Fine. I don't care. Hey, thanks, Tommy. You're aces. Come on, Henry. Hurry up. He's around here somewhere. Look at this place. Quiet backstage. Sorry, Tommy. Oh, gee. what are you doing here, you little goof? I just wanted to see the show again. Well, you're too late. We're just getting started. Places! It's all right. We don't want to see the dancers. You're not the only ones. We just want to see Golden. I might have known. Come on, Tommy, please. All right, look, 
Just, just go out and stand at the back of the house where I showed you last time, all right? Can we just stand back here this time and watch? What are you, nuts? Golden won't even let me watch, and I work here. He's petrified someone's gonna steal his act. No, back in the cheap seats, and just watch it, okay? Sure, Tommy. Warning, Curtain! You two pull any stunts, I could lose my job. We'll be good. Yeah, Tommy, we'll be good. Well, just watch it. And no applesauce, okay? What did I tell you? No nonsense. Sure, Tommy. No applesauce. Let's go. Curtain! As Danny watched from the back of the old Vaudeville Theater, he saw a world he never knew existed. Dancers and singers, comics and clowns, jugglers and acrobats. Each act, to Danny's eyes, was more wonderful than the one before. Until finally, a mysterious-looking man wearing a cape magically appeared on the stage. The amazing Golden didn't speak a word, but performed one illusion after the other, each one building in complexity and mystery, until finally the magician placed his beautiful assistant into a long wooden box, produced a menacing-looking saw, and... With violently deft strokes, severed the young woman at her midsection. <gasps> the audience gasped then, after a moment of silence erupted in the thunderous applause. Golden bowed gravely then, rolling the two halves of the young woman together, appeared to place her under some kind of trance. After passing his hands over the box, he released a hidden latch. The box fell apart, and to Danny's utter amazement, the beautiful young woman stood up and smiled, her two halves magically reconnected. See? I don't believe it. What did I tell you? Isn't it amazing? Come on, let's go. Where? To talk to him. Who? Golden. Are you crazy? Tommy said. I know what Tommy said. No applesauce. There's no applesauce. Come on. You better not, Danny. You know, Danny. Oh, brother. <laughs> Oh my god. Tough break, kid. No, they were out there. I could hear them breathing. Ugh, that was brutal. That was Scranton, pal. Trunks on the dock before you leave, ladies and gentlemen. We make the jump to Altoona tomorrow morning. Come on, Danny. If Tommy loses his job because we're doing nonsense, he'll pound me. I mean it. I just want to see him, Henry. I got something I need to ask him. Hey, look! 
What? In that room. The box. What box? The one that the lady was in. The one that he cut in half. Come on. <laughs> Not me, boy. Fine. Then you stand out here and keep watch. Danny. Going in. If anybody comes, you let me know. Knock on the door or something. Oh, brother. This is applesauce here, Danny. Real applesauce. He started off as a bundle actor. Six months later, he's a headliner doing a flirtation act with the sister of this guy who was half of a Terp team from Albany. You believe that? This guy couldn't carry a note in a bucket. Don't tell me it's not a crazy business. All right, see you in a bit, Dottie. Oh, if you get a chance, tell Horace about the hinge on that trap. Okay, Helen. Oh! Whoops. Sorry. Are you okay, sweetie? Uh-huh. Are you lost? No, ma'am. Ma'am. Oh, you're a cutie, you are. Hey, there you are, toots. Hi, Stanley. Are we doing the town tonight? Doing Scranton. That's a good one. Hey, who's a midget? You stepping out on me? He's a regular gentleman, this one. Ah, good daughter. Hi, Horace. You killed tonight, Horace. Hmm? Ah, uh, well, yes. You a little behind tonight, daughter. Oh, brother, here he is. I know, Horace, but the hinge on the trap is bent. I told you that. If your feet don't get out when Helen signals you... The door sticks. It's not my fault. Yes, well, all right. I'll go have a look at it. Yikes. What? Let's go, Toots. Night, Horace. Yes, um, well, uh, good night, uh, uh, well... What are you doing? Oh, brother. You're knocking on my door. There's something you want? No. Uh, I have to find my cousin. Good. Then find him and get away from my door. Oh, boy, this is applesauce. What? Uh, I I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, Who? you know... Who are you? What are you doing here? I saw you cut the lady in half. You realize I could have you arrested for this. You're trespassing in my private properties. I... I was just looking. Wait a minute. You're not a chooser, are you? Huh? A chooser. I don't even know what that is. One who tries to steal another's act. No, sir. Are you sure? I don't need an act. I'm just a kid. You're a, perhaps a hired henchman? What? There are those 
who would kill to learn the secrets contained in this room. Ah. You're not an assassin, are you? No. Because if you kill me, my secrets go with me. They are written only on the pages of my memory. I wouldn't kill anybody. Hmm. Perhaps not. Then why are you here? I saw you cut the lady in half. Ah. I never saw anything like it before in my life. I just wanted to, you know... You, you want to meet the great golden. Yes, I understand. Well, it is closing night. I must pack up my gear. But lucky for you, I have some time. You will sit? Thank you. What is your name, young assassin? Danny. Danny McBride. Hmm. And you are from here? From Scranton? Yes, sir. Very, very tough town, Scranton. They say if you can play Scranton, you can play anywhere. You know why? No, sir. Audiences here are very hard to please, you see. If audiences here like you, audiences everywhere will like you. Tonight, the singers, the dancers, the joke makers, the audience not care for so much. They not, they not appreciate. But Golden, they appreciate, yes? Everyone clapped and cheered. Everyone clapped and cheered, you bet. Because Golden amaze. When they see Golden, they see something they never before see. They see with new eyes, yes? Yes, sir. You are maybe uh, 10 years? 12. 12? You are small. I know. It does not matter. I was also small, and now look. Pretty big. Pretty big, you bet. I give you a secret. Think big, you become big. It's all, uh, what is it? Uh, Self-confidence, yes? You see, Golden must always have the confidence. Everyone in audience, they see it's a trick. They're going to watch everything Golden does very closely, hoping they can say, aha, see, Golden nothing but fraud. And I know this. I know they think this. But I do it anyway. See? Fearless. I look them right in the eye. I do not blink. I say, catch me if you can. One thousand eyes they not see. So, you um, like Golden's performance, yes? <laughs> it was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> of course. No one anywhere can do what Golden can do. You have heard, perhaps, of Houdini? Sure. The Houdini. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Houdini. For all the ropes and the chains and the straitjackets and the hanging upside down for the bridges and the escaping, at the end of the day, Houdini is just an athlete. These he cannot do. Golden, though. Golden is an artist. 
How? Yes? Never mind. Ah, you wish to know how does Golden do it? Yes. I cannot say. My friend Henry Biddle says the Punjabs taught you. The Punjabs? In India, Henry says they taught you how to hypnotize the lady and make her do whatever you want. Uh, that is that easy. He says that she doesn't feel any pain and that you can make her come back to life and grow her parts back. Really? That is what your Henry says, huh? Yeah. Hmm. It's all true. It is? Really? It takes me many, many years to learn the secret of um, regeneration. Regen regeneration, yes. It is mm, very mysterious, very difficult. Not just anyone is given the secret. And once you learn, see, it takes many, many years to master it. Sadly. It also takes many, many beautiful women. But practice makes perfect, they say. Horace? Ah, Helen. Here's my kit. Tommy says we need to get it on the dock tonight. Oh, did you tell Dottie about the hinge thing? Ah, well, yes, uh, she... Uh, the trap is getting harder and harder to pop, and she's getting later and later. Ah, Helen. Oh, I didn't know you had a visitor. You're the lady! I'm sorry. You're the one that, you know... <laughs> oh, yes. Hello, I'm Helen. Who are you? Danny. Nice to meet you, Danny. Does it hurt? What? Um, uh, we were just talking about the, uh... Oh, not really. I'm kind of used to it by now. Oh. Right, Horace? Yes, uh, you bet. I thought the act went big tonight. Oh, oh, sure. Very big, very big. I, I thought it was, well, yes, it was big. But I was wondering, you know, if maybe we should perhaps go over, you know, a few things, yes? You know, some, some timing with, um... Uh, well, since we're making the jump to Altoona tomorrow, several of us are doing the town one more time. I see. Why don't you join us? Well, uh, Altoona, you know, bright and early, yes? We won't be out late, and it should be fun. Well, yes, but... Uh... Think about it, Horace, and I'll check back on my way out. See you, Danny. Well, uh, that's all right. I have a hard time talking to girls, too.
<laughs> so VR I like, yes? I guess. She is very beautiful, but inside, even more so. <sighs> well, I don't know. For nine years, yes, Helen is assistant to me. We travel the circuit all over from you name it to you name it. You understand? No. Oh, well, is not important. Ah, wherever we go, golden maze, uh, just like tonight, yes? People, they see, they gasp. They say, what is this? What is this? I stand alone and make them see life with new eyes. And because they do, they believe if only for that moment that anything is possible and the, the world is much more wonderful, much more magical than they know it is. I have this power. And yet, to her, I am just a man. Because, you see, she knows all of my secrets. She knows how it is done, so it is not magic. And to her, I am just Horace, a little man with a funny voice. Well, if you think big, you'll be big. <laughs> yes. Uh, so you are saying I should listen to my own nonsense. I guess. Well, you are right. Golden is very wise, and you are a very smart boy. Hmm. Think big. Danny, come on. We gotta go. Okay. I-I-I'd better go. I don't want to get into trouble. Besides, I've worked tomorrow morning. Really? A small boy like you? Yes, sir. What kind of a job does such a small boy have? I deliver groceries. I work in a grocery store. But I'm probably going to get a job in the mine, though, sorting the bony pile. Such work for such a little boy, no? Yeah, my father says that now I have to step up to the plate. Step up to the plate? Baseball. Ah, your father likes the baseball. He used to play it. He was real good, too. So what? Uh, now he wants you to step up to the plate and play baseball? Huh? Oh, no. He just means I need to be a man. Why would such a small boy need to become a man? To take care of my family. Because he can't work now. Ah. He lose his job? Well, he lost his arm. Oh. It, it was an accident in the mine. Um, he, he didn't even know what happened at first. It just happened so fast. There was just this crash and a big rock fell and smushed it. They thought maybe he'd die, but he didn't. The mine owners gave him some uh, money for the groceries, but now he says I've got to step up to the plate, help my mom and sister. I see. You came to see Golden because you thought I could grow back your father's arm. 
the Punjab regeneration. Is that right? At first, uh, I suppose. I can't, you know. It's just an illusion, a trick. I think I kind of figured that out. I was just hoping you could do it for real. I mean, you never know. There's lots of amazing things out there, and you just never know. I am sorry. I cannot do these for you. That's all right. It's still a pretty good trick. <laughs> the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, life is hard, isn't it? Sometimes. Sometimes. You bet. I will tell you something. I created this illusion when all seemed to me lost. One time, I am traveling very far away when everything I own, my luggage, my props, my illusions, everything, were being loaded onto a sheep, splash into the water, down to the bottom, all is lost. Everything I own, everything I need to perform, to make my living, gone. I do not see how I can continue. All the way back home on the sheep, I cannot eat. I cannot sleep. What do I do now? What do I do? It seems to me impossible. And then I realize my job is to make the impossible possible. And it comes to me like a gift. I laugh out loud. I think to myself, oh, this is the most wonderful. See, all the answers, all the magic was here with me, you see. And all your answers are with you. I'd better go. Yes. Well, it was a pleasure meeting you, Danny. <laughs> it was great. So would you like to step out, Danny? I gotta go. Well, well, is it true? Yeah, it is. Wow, so how does he do it? It's magic. Let's go. Huh? Hey, wait up. Ah, Helen, I am wondering. Yes. Well, I am thinking that perhaps, you know, I am, after all, hungry, and that if the offer stands, I could perhaps do the town with you and your friends. I thought you'd never ask. Really? Well, there must be magic in the air tonight. This has been a production of the JCPL Radio Theater Club. The Amazing Golden and the Regeneration of the Punjabs was written by Ed Simpson. Danny McBride was played by Spencer Kingsley. Henry Biddle was played by Catherine Hawes. Tommy was played by Adam Higginbottom. 
Stanley was played by Les Lehman. Dottie was played by Nikki Garland. Helen was played by Jacqueline Cooper. And Horace Golden was played by Bob Monroe. Narration by Adam Higginbottom. <laughs>